Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Corner Talks podcast. Today, I have a very good friend of mine, talented photographer, Daniel Chan. What's going on, buddy? How are you? I'm good. How are you? Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course, man. Uh, Daniel and I, uh, to give you guys some context, we went to high school together, St. Elizabeth, right? Represent. Um, yeah. And it's been a while back. Uh, it's been, been quite a number of years. Um, but like people, you know, uh, we were classmates, we were friends. We just pick up where we left off. And I'm really impressed. I'm, uh, I told you this before the podcast began, just seeing your career, seeing your growth uh, as an artist. I had even no idea uh, you were in the arts or like a creative individual. But I guess you could say that about a lot of us, right? Uh, which yeah. is what I was going to get into. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Uh, it's a pleasure. Um, you know, we've, uh, back to what I was saying, like about, you know, we haven't even when we were in school, like talked about our passions or our creativity. And even if we did, it was never uh, to the scale that it is now, like something to show for. Right. Um, I want to know, like, we never really had these conversations, but how did your passion for photography ever develop? Was it, what is, was it always there and you kind of kept it on the low key Um, or did it just kind of, was it something you discovered maybe in the last few years? Um, So I said for high school, I don't think anybody would, kind of discuss like arts in general like it, True. what it be like movies or like photography or any type of art form just like sticking to business the norm and like I was that too I'm sure you're that you're like that too and um I've always liked taking photos um like because w- when I was younger we would always go on family trips and like when you're on family trips you have nothing to really do yeah. so photography is like kind of a passion for me mm-hmm. um so when i started to get more serious into it was i think it was 2020 right before the pandemic i was downtown with my dad and my brother and it was the first time i brought my camera with me nice yeah and i shot uh chinatown for an hour or two i kind of like discovered because like um like we didn't really live in toronto but like I never thought of Toronto as a photographic city. Like I never thought I wanted to document it or I don't know, just like take photos of it. Oh, like, wow. There was never that like motivation uh, yeah, so, like, to go pursue something there. Yeah. Yeah. Cause um, like, I just never thought it was special. Like I bought my first camera in 2018 when I went to London and I spot, bought it specifically just for that. Just okay. go for London like and shoot the, the scenery and the like architecture and stuff mm-hmm. and anyway so when i was this was right before the pandemic too so after that day i said to myself i would make an effort to go to toronto to take photos and right as that happened the pandemic hit so like i was stuck inside like you know like all day yep and i didn't uh i don't know i just kind of like shot outside of my my neighborhood like i would go to um, shoot some panning at night like just practice the techniques and stuff yeah because you do a lot of night photography i, I notice, right like that's your specialty you would say <laughs> i guess so <laughs> i don't know that's your page man like you're the, the every every page, which is amazing by the way i just love um you know like it has a certain aesthetic to it um mm-hmm. and i notice this pattern it's very cinematic um because i'm like into film as a director uh so when i look mm-hmm. at your page and that's part of the reason i should say why you know um 
we, we like I, I was dying to connect with you is because, you know, there's one thing to be talented. There's one thing to have like a vision. Um, mm-hmm. But when it aligns with like someone like myself, like I like the aesthetic. I like what I see, you know, like there's a certain mm-hmm. grit that you offer, like even with the lights um, mm-hmm. and like even with my storytelling, like I'll obviously show you like maybe some films and stuff like that. But you can kind of mm-hmm. see like a reminiscence, like cinematography, you know, in a way. Um, but um, yeah, man, uh, I wanted to just mention also like you made a very good point. I'm so happy you said it with regards mm-hmm. to discussing art and creativity in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you and I, you know, like we, the generations now, you would agree are probably different, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're much more open about art. They're much more open about uh, yeah, you know, just creative expression. In terms of like even fashion stuff. Yeah. yeah. Fashion, everyone's so open about it right now. Yeah. Yeah. there's no judgment right and i was yeah, talking yeah. even with like because my sister she's about i would say five years younger right so she's like the gen mm-hmm. z category mm-hmm. right and just that you know generation alone um you have friends that encourage people to pursue like singing while they play mm-hmm. soccer at night like it's 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 a crazy world you know what i mean like when mm-hmm. you and i were in high school we didn't have that we had very business oriented very like you know, what are you going to do with your life? Don't be a loser. Like if you're in the arts, you know what I mean? Like, let's be honest, yeah. like, that's the attitude. Um, and the reason why I asked you that question, it wasn't a trick question or anything like that. I was curious if you had that same impression, um, mm. but you did. And I, and mm. I was the same, same way as you, is that you probably had that desire, that burning passion in you. Um, mm. And look at us, right? I had no idea you were in photography. You had no idea, Polly, I love film. And if I did voice it to you, it was very minimal because of uh that peer pressure right because we were mm-hmm. kids we we wanted to fit in and you know we were in business class right and uh, we thought that's what we needed to do um and look mm-hmm. at us now right fast forward yeah. 10 years uh you're pulling you're you're doing amazing content um i'm impressed by your following as well um mm-hmm. you know i've just seen your your growth and i'm really happy like you stuck to your guns you kind of like made it made it happen uh with this passion so after, like, with regards to photography, you're saying, like, you tried it out in your own neighborhood, and then it kind of just blossomed from there? Like, you just kind of kept going with it? Uh, yeah, so, I, like, I didn't really want to, it was the start of the pandemic, so, like, everything was really strict. I didn't even think, like, people would be outside, right? There was this time when everything, even on social media, you would see everything, like, uh, stay at home, everything. Yeah. And, yeah, you wouldn't even, like, I wouldn't even try to go to Toronto. So the first time I went in Toronto is like Baffert's and Steels. It's actually where I, I grew up. Like when I first came to Canada, it was, uh, that was the first place me and my family lived. Nice. Yeah, and then just right across the street is Toronto, right? So you can get like TTC buses and uh, just more people in general. Awesome, yeah. So you yeah, just kind of felt you found more subjects as you went along, like things that you could photograph, right? Yeah. yeah. Went from a family trip to the urban landscape. Um, yeah, that that's that's quite quite a significant progress, like I said, right? In a transition. And um, mm-hmm. I think I've lesson taken from that story, right? Is just pick up a camera. <laughs> you never know where you'll end up, right? Because that's that's essentially what you did, right? You didn't overthink it. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it is very interesting, actually, that you said, uh, you never really thought of Toronto as like something that like a piece of motivation or an inclination to get into the arts or like photography, you know what I mean? Cause you see it on Instagram all the time, you know, people going crazy with like Toronto, or you would think like, because we live near a big city, mm-hmm. that'd be the greatest opportunity. But I kind of like your, your, your approach to it. 
it was, you know, you kind of start small, start personal, really, like more intimate photography with the family, uh, where you grew up, more of a sentimentality. And maybe I, you know, going so far as this, because that's how I view myself as a filmmaker, you probably did it because you also want a story to tell, right? Like all your photos tell a story, even though there's no, they're not moving, even though like, I, I believe there's not many descriptive captions. You just have to look at the image and you know exactly what's happening. Right. Yeah. I've been, I've been going less on the captions recently because yeah, as people that look at the phone and analyze it for themselves, whereas That's in smart, the past I probably kind of like describe the whole, the whole process, like describe the whole scene, then describe how I edit it. And I just want to uh, leave it more up to imagination right now. That's so smart, man. Yeah. Because, uh, and that's what they teach us in film too, right? Um, it's a visual medium. Uh, you got to let the audience kind of like use their imagination to explore it. They'll get more out of it. Right. So I want to know from you, like why photography, not videography film, like why do you feel it's such an important medium to explore? Or why did you choose to explore it? Photography? Mm-hmm. I just like to capture the moment, I guess. Yeah. And in general, like I, when I was younger, I was always like watching films, even now, like films is kind of my pastime. Like I don't do much video games and like any of that stuff. Right. So if I have downtime, I'm watching films or I'm watching Netflix, right? Nice. Yeah. For same here. Yeah. Well, I still okay. play my video I games. PS5. <laughs> yeah. Like I have a PS4 beside me and I haven't touched it like probably only once a year. Uh, hey, it, it is what it is, right? Like you got to find video games. People, people forget, like it's quite an investment. Like you don't realize it. Like when you were younger, you just play whatever mm. uh, time would fly. But as you find, uh, as you discover new hobbies, uh, mm. photography, film, whatever have you, you realize uh, it, it, it takes a lot out of the day, you know, like it's yeah. a dedication. Like if you sit down and play a video game, you know what I mean? You're killing time that you could be spending on either your passion or another hobby. Right. So, yeah. But um, yeah, I, I feel you on that, man. Like capturing the moment. Do you think you'll uh, transition to, to video or, or do you enjoy? Because the reason why I ask this is because I, I've met people that love film or videography, mm -hmm. but they don't like photography. And I'm one of them. <laughs> like I love photography, but I could mm -hmm. never like do what you do in this sense. Like I love motion. I love movement. Uh, oh, telling the story like, like the whole scene right yeah yeah like a sequence yeah. of events do you know what I'm talking about? Right? Yeah. yeah i like adding music to things not that you can't do this with photography mm -hmm. people are doing crazy stuff with reels now mm -hmm. but i'm just saying is like i can see like it, it's in a different taste right like a different preference like you like photography because it's like a still image you've already explained yourself that people can use their imagination right picture says a thousand words the famous saying mm -hmm. where you can like kind of just absorb what it's saying me it's like not that i want to tell the audience what's going on but i kind of like mm -hmm. the idea that i'm like manipulating or like pulling the strings you can yeah direct your exactly your exactly man yeah so that's really cool man like yeah it's about capturing the moment um so you see yourself like right now just photography correct yeah like that's something that you're really passionate about nice well, yeah, man, uh, that, that's amazing. I, like, I enjoy well, films and all that, but I don't see myself making films. Hey, man. Like, you hear many photographers say, I'm like, I want to transition to film, or that's why they, their photos are very cinematic. Whereas my yeah, photos yeah. are cinematic, um, I think mainly based on the lighting. And I also oh, don't... You yeah. yeah. Go ahead, sorry. I don't shoot um, 
I don't shoot wide open. So lighting is important in my photos to create that contrast. Oh yeah. Your lighting, your lighting is the first thing that again, uh, stuck out to me. Do you ever, do you watch uh, euphoria? Uh, no. On HBO? Uh, okay. Yeah, I, I saw it on Crave, but I, I haven't watched it. Is it good? Oh, it's good. And the reason why, I, and <laughs> you're going to love me even more when I compare you to this. Uh, I'm not kidding, man. Like when I watch some of the, con like the, the part of the reason why I love this show um, is the style, right? Like the story, but also the style. Uh, basically, it's about like, you know, teenagers navigating life, uh, sex, drugs, love, mm. whatever you have you, right? But it's told in a more raw, authentic way. Something like that we would kind of like remember from high school, if you know what I mean. You know what I mean? Like it's not sugarcoated. It's not as mm -hmm. glamorous. Um, mm -hmm. Not in a bad way or anything like that. Like, you know, we, we didn't have like that crazy experience or anything like that. It's just more like just how in which the characters talk and interact. But nevertheless, the style, like the shots and the lighting, it's uh, told typically at night, like the setting. It's just like, like that mm -hmm. dark, grimy feel. Your lighting, um, I don't know. I just, it kind of stuck out to me a lot, you know, like it's, it's, first of all, it's very challenging. That's why I commend you on taking mm -hmm. night photography because it's very challenging at night. I, I, I don't have a strength in that. And, you know, I guess as I get better, I'll like, you know, develop something, but the fact that you can pull it off, um, speaks wonders because, you know, when you start off, like you don't want to be taking shots at night <laughs> with the grainy mm -hmm. fil filter and like, you know, things just not coming across clear. Mm -hmm. um, I think it was the, the yeah. opposite for me. Like it was the opposite. eh? Wow. And, and like, just like, I really like it. Like an urban scene at night, just like cars at night. It's yeah. very, like beautiful. For no, me. I'm saying no, but that's what I'm saying. Like if you can pull, if you have the talent like yourself, like to pull it off, go, go, go crazy. Right. Like execute. But for me, it's like that. I think that's what I mean by like why I, you know, was so pulled and fascinated by your work is um, you're right. Like you don't have to necessarily move to film or you, and you know, people that have like photographers, they take cinematic shots, but I can see why, right? Like I can see why you would have a hand in cinematography, right. Or on set because you, you would, you would, you create these things called like reference shots, right? Mm -hmm. Like if someone wants to capture a mood or a landscape, you know, mm -hmm. we would use your photography. Um, I don't know if <laughs> all this is new or like first time you've been hearing this, but I'm just telling you, man, as a filmmaker, like you, you have something going, man. And that's, that's why uh, uh, I'm so happy to have you here to talk mm -hmm. about it. Yeah. But um, yeah. So with uh, content creation and brand awareness, right. I want to talk mm -hmm. about that, right. They're vital aspects and you've been doing your part, you know, marketing yourself, maintaining your presence on social media. Uh, the most impressive quality from your profile, other than like, the captivating photography that I mentioned is the consistency in your posting. You know what I mean? Like you're like, <laughs> you're even more than me, man. Like I used to post and now, now I'm working all kinds of different jobs, but like I used to try to my best to post as consistently as possible, any sort of content, but you're like hammering out photos and they're always different and they always tell a story. It's always in a sequence. You know what I mean? So I'm just, I, I want to know like, what is the reason behind this? Like, why are you posting so much? What's going on? I think I just want to show as, like, when I first started posting, mm -hmm. I said to myself, if I do it consistently, I would post it every other day. So I would post, I'd have time to, like, engage. Yeah. And then I'll have a day to, like, free my mind or whatever. So I want to burn out. And I'll be posting the next day. So I never did single posts, not until, like, I felt I needed to because I wasn't getting as much reach as I 
I had in the past. Uh, but I think in terms of Instagram and consistency, it's it's kind of like you make your own consistency. Like you're not people don't expect you to post every day or even every other day. If you can like put out content every once a week, and that's you maintain the once a week, then you'll get your reach. Yeah. I find once once I like maybe do the work of or anything, if I had to push my post a day or I, I took a break in between and I changed my times. Like I used to post all my images at 10 AM in the morning because right. this is during the pandemic, like the second pandemic. Yeah. Like early 2021. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's when I would get like the most engagement in the morning. Yeah, so, no, that makes like, sense. You have to yeah. like, I'm so happy you said that, right? Like you could be that guy like, oh yeah, it's all about posting as much as possible. But um, I, I was caught up in that too, right? Especially in the pandemic. Like I was posting like crazy stuff, like seven times a day, all kinds of different, con- like my content was, you know, from drawings to like mm-hmm. film stills, whatever, right? But uh, I burned out very fast. <laughs> I got really miserable because I couldn't keep up. And then I just got, didn't get fun, like didn't have fun doing it my expectations were way too high. Like I thought I would get back the feed, like the engagement I would want. Mm -hmm. And then I dialed it back and I said, man, you know what? Like, can I keep it up forever? No. Like I have other responsibilities. I have other priorities in my life. What I'm going to do is I'm going to post what I feel is quality. I'm going to post what speaks to me. Uh, But like you said, you don't post like once a month, you post like from a consistent basis, right? You find a happy medium uh, in a way where it's not too uh, minimal. You find out something works best Exactly. Exactly. Right. So people like, will relate to you and you don't feel they have to post every day exactly buddy and uh yeah man like that's so important and uh, i'm just so happy you found that like happy medium uh do you find like how as a content creator like have you experienced any challenges any judgment any kind of uh pushback on your content has anyone given you any trouble uh no because i don't know like my audience has always been everyone that like comments or likes my photos, like it's all photography. So right. I don't yeah. have any outside reach really. So it's, oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. So those are indicators really of progress too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's really positive. Nice. Uh, I asked yeah. that because a lot of people, right. Um, creatives uh, or people that try to put themselves out there, they, they get a lot of harsh <laughs> feedback, right. As you would know how bad, how evil the internet can be. So I was just curious, like if, if there was anyone like giving you judgment or like how you overcame that, but so far it's been a positive ride. Can't complain. <laughs> I never had anything negative. Nice. Nice. Well, I was just going to say, that's why the content's so good, <laughs> right? With the content that good, who would be saying anything negative? Um, it's so true, man. Like, right. And even if you do like, not that you will, but like, let's say you do get a comment, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're speaking from a place of like their own negativity because, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I don't think like you have to look at comments that like importance. It's kind of like you you can read it and absorb it and change what you think, or you can just like keep on doing what you're doing, right? Just depends yeah. on how you how you look at things. And For sure, yeah. Yeah, you gotta know where you stand too with your content, right? And have that confidence. So I'm so happy you you have that uh that foothold and you know. But I want to know also, like from you, because uh, again, of your impressive consistency and you know your dedication to the platform, but also that you found like a confidence on the platform. Uh, what advice would you give to those creatives, maybe like struggling 
to make content for themselves or, you know, fear sharing something that might be judged? Yeah, I say the most important is to make the content for yourself. Like I've taken posts down that had the most engagement before. Oh, okay. It wasn't my favorite photo. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I wanted my grid to be like how I want it to be. Perceived. Yeah. 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 So it's all about, yeah. So, so put, putting it's things out there. That's, and being right. sure to yourself. And just showing what, like the best things you like. Awesome. Yeah, that's well put, man, because that, that's what it is, man. Like, you just got to, like, put yourself, position yourself in the best way you can. Um, but that was big of you, like, to take down something that <laughs> had the most engagement. That's usually on Instagram, right? For vanity purposes, you just keep it there as, like, a, a trophy. But yeah. uh, that's good, man. That's a true artist because, like, you're always criticizing your own work, right? You're always, like, saying, ah, it could have been better. Yeah, you have to because you have to, yeah. you have to, like, try to improve. Or you, always you, you want to improve yeah. always i believe it man i believe it for sure and surrounding yourself right with with the with the people that want to elevate your craft um that's a big thing that you mentioned that you were posting things and um you have people uh commending you from the industry right because that's another thing i wanted to talk to you about if you were posting and it was just people from high school or just your little circle right of friends family whatever have you saying, oh, it's hype, it's fire, it'd be great. But it wouldn't make you grow, right? It wouldn't expand your creativity. It also wouldn't expand your engagement, your audience. And what I always tell people is don't look at the people on Instagram that they post something. You know who I'm talking about, right? Like there's people that they post something, everyone's like raving about it. But if you look closely, it's always their circle, right? What matters is when you have people from outside of your bubble, even outside of Toronto, that are like, whoa, like, what is this? And I'm sure because I've seen your page, you've gotten a, a lot of praise for your work. And I think that's a, that's a true indicator of growth and progress as an artist. Would you agree? I also find like social media, you kind of like, once you start out, you're looking for like-minded people yeah. and they kind of push you and you inspire them and they inspire you as well. Yeah. That's why I find like the biggest positive of Instagram even if like you might get burnout or anything. Um, like it's just seeing so many people do so many amazing things and you kind of want to do your own thing and yeah, try to communicate and share your work. Awesome, man. Yeah, no, that's so true. And uh, you know, it just, um, cause you and I, again, like coming from high school, um, such a small bubble, you know what I mean? Like compared to like what it is now, like who we know and how we like the people we've networked with. And it just puts it into perspective, man, that uh, you thought that was the world. <laughs> you thought like, this is it. You know, you got to know business. You got to know how to hustle. And mm-hmm. the reality is, is no, like there's a bigger world out there. There's a lot more people uh, of different walks of life that, uh, you know, that, that share the same, same uh, source of creativity, right? That same, mm-hmm. that same purpose for life. Um, so I'm so happy you found, did you find a lot of like, did they end up becoming some, some of these people friends or are they, are just like a professional basis or no, it's anyone just from Toronto online, online, just online. Nice. Yeah. I haven't been with other people like, Oh, taking photos. It's okay. It's only, maybe uh, by myself because I do it when it's convenient for my time. Yeah. Yeah. Now, hey, I, I respect that. Up yeah. Early just, just so I don't have to, I can beat the traffic buddy i i love i love your style man like why why wait 
<laughs> it's like yeah. it's like those people that would go to the gym and they say oh, i gotta go with my boys it's like by the time you get there you have other stuff to do you know what i mean like why don't you just go on your own time you know manage yeah, your own time as work, a grown yeah, yeah i would work five days a weekend if i had that day off and i was i was feeling it then i would go there you go man yeah because work. if you go with someone else right like not that it's a bad thing but you do it so often right you have to wait for their time wait for them to come mm. whatever. Mm-hmm. and it, uh, it's an inconvenience right so i kind of like your style man yeah you're very uh independent so mm-hmm. uh keep doing that keep doing you um so i want to know now uh, as you continue your journey as an urban street photographer is that what you would call yourself urban street night photographer i would just say photo enthusiast photo enthusiast i love it okay so as you would continue this journey as a photo enthusiast uh do you intend to transition this hobby into a career or has it already begun be begun as a career like have you started the steps are you doing freelance what's going on i haven't done any freelance but i've been like like i had uh, like a co-worker reference me for some photography job there you go yeah how does that feel <laughs> i haven't spoken with him yet but like it's in the works but i'm saying like that that, that must feel uh, amazing right started off as something that you did for family trips and now it's you're already getting referenced right um something that i would say speaking from my behalf like uh when i was starting off in film years ago uh never thought i would actually have people dming me and saying hey could you do like a promo shoot for me (laughs) so you know what yeah no i'm serious man like i was just talking to a client yesterday um Mm -hmm. and i just take i take a moment like not that i'm like you know superstar here but it's surreal, man. Like mm-hmm. it, it's, it's, it's a hobby. It's a passion. And then it ends up becoming a business. Cause I, I have a business 94 production corporate. Yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. I started that right back in mm-hmm. 2020, like same time you were discovering your passion as well. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, man, it, it, it's just amazing. Right. Like, you know, just to think like back in high school uh, it was always like lingering on our minds, this, this uh, creativity and just never had an outlet, never had that chance to, to, unleash it until now <laughs> so it's great man um so i want to know like you know what is your intention of becoming a photographer like how can your content bring value to people in the arts and abroad like, what's the legacy of daniel chan <laughs> legacy what do you want to do with the what do you want to do with these photos man like are, is this just something that you do as uh you know to fulfill your passion or is or is, or is this something that you look to inspire people one day, like people that are younger than us, that they'll look at your page and say, I want to be like Daniel Chan and take amazing shots, or I want to learn more about his photography and how he uh, reached that level of quality. I'm serious, man. I, 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 I'm fascinated with the subject about legacy. Like that's something what drives me, what pushes me as a content creator, a filmmaker, first and foremost, I should say, and why I started 94 Productions. It's, it's a brand, it's a legacy that I want to like leave behind. I've always been fascinated by history. So I want to know from you, do you have that same intention? Right now, honestly, it's just a passion. Just a passion, um, no worries. <laughs> I've just been doing it like before work or after work. Gotcha, man. Even like I've been starting to shoot more film because like the film lab is close by to where I work. Oh, okay, I, cool. Like trying to make the most of my opportunities and like improve the, the craft. Awesome. Yeah. And again, the only reason why I bring up the legacy is because everyone's different, right? 
some artists they're like oh no i'm doing this because i need to you know leave something behind for my family or whatever and then there's some some people like yourself that are like you know i'm i'm, I'm in it for the for the art for the medium never, i love i love the industry the right yeah yeah and you never know one day that could change right like in 10 years you could say no like i'm working with this uh, amazing uh, model or like you know whatever have mm -hmm. you subject and uh, i was hired by this company and i, I feel like you know, I could do something uh, greater with this, uh, you know, talent that I have. Uh, so life is long, right? You never know. But it's, it's amazing to see like how humble you are, how modest you are about your craft, uh, considering the talent that you have with this passion. Um, and yeah, like what, what you will be uh, capable of going forward. So yeah. um, Daniel, I want to thank you again for coming on the podcast. Uh, thank you. It's yeah, it's great to catch up. Uh, but really, for me, like just really interesting, intriguing to hear more about your journey. Uh, mm -hmm. Fascinating. Um, always love you. to hear about Chris. Um, yeah, same for you. When I first saw your, like, I've been following your Instagram since I think 2014, right? And yeah, when, something when I, like that. When I first saw the video stuff, I was, yeah, this is interesting. And like, I was surprised at first because I didn't expect this, right? I don't think. Right, for me, right, because again, and it, and I'm flattered that you say that because again, right. Going back, like when we were in high school, man, I don't, I, I never talked about film with you. Right. Did I ever talked to you about film. Did I bring it up once? Not film, just like movies, movies. Right. But like, like what I'm saying Tarantino, is, you know, yeah. Yeah. Tarantino, see, <laughs> you're an OG man. See, I'm telling you, man. No, I'm serious because everyone now, right. Like all my friends or colleagues now they'll like, mm -hmm. everyone knows I love Tarantino, but you, you remember like way back when I was mm -hmm. like 17, when I was a nobody. <laughs> uh, no, I, I really appreciate that, man. Um, and I'm so, so honored like, to have you on the podcast. And thank you so much for complimenting my work. Um, I'd love to, you know, uh, collaborate um, and, you know, just work together, like uh, some, some way, somehow in the future. I think it'd be yeah. really exciting, you know, as photographers, as videographers, uh, just these really unique creative forces. Like you have an eye, I have an eye. And I think we could really... Uh, make some magic together <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean thank you for having me yeah of course man uh so having said that thank you again daniel chan the photo enthusiast uh for coming back uh for coming on the podcast uh sharing his journey and uh, we'll talk soon <laughs>